Okay. All right. We're back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival. Uh, I am... in 30. 30 and 30, yes. Let's not forget that. Because we just dropped in the same day. We've been very busy today. Because in the same day, we have also dropped a podcast where we interviewed uh, Greg Moore. Yep. Who we absolutely enjoyed. I mean, it, it was it was... It was fun talking with him if we recorded it or not. And there was a good chunk of it before and after that we didn't record. It was just enjoyable talking with him. Um, I don't know about you, but I have found it. Uh, the people that we have met through the conference and everything uh-huh. uh, were like-minded. Yes. Um, we're after the same goal, and that's the glorification of Christ. And we're not being sissies about it. And we're not being sissies about it. And we're not sitting idly by trying not to offend anybody. We've said idly by long enough, it's time to go out and take the gospel out and go on the offensive. Offensive, there we go. And we're not the only ones that talk to think this way. We talked to a guy, a pastor from a, a local church around here, and he was very close to what we were talking about. Uh-huh. Very close. And and you could tell he was almost nervous to say it, but then when we were encouraging him, uh-huh. he went off on it, man. And he... he, he I heard it. He started preaching. Yeah, he did. He started preaching, and it because was, he it was... referred to me and you as folks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. But, but it was good. I absolutely enjoyed it. Um, and so, guys, if you think you're alone in this, you're not. You've got us. You can contact us. We, you know, on social media and everything. Um, but. There are a lot of people in your area who probably don't agree with you. Yeah. But I guarantee you there's some who do. Absolutely. And so. And there's resources out there. That being said, today we're going to work in, well, let's start here. I am your co-host, Sasquatch. Joining me today as per norm is the Yeti. The Yeti. And... Today we're going to basically walk through a Bible verse. We're going to walk through Second uh, Second Psalms, Psalm chapter two. <laughs> Psalm chapter two, no. the Second Psalm. <laughs> so, uh, and it, and it has a lot to. The reason we chose it is because same reason we talked to our pastor buddy, right? Uh huh. Same reason we we feel a connection with Greg. Uh huh. By the way, his podcast is Dead Men Walking. Yep. Just for for reference. If we haven't said it before, we're saying it now. That's right. We have said it before. We're saying it again. Yeah. Dead Men we Walking. We want to support each other, guys. We we need to be support. Anyways, besides the point, uh, it has a lot to do with what we, we, we generally talk about. So we wanted to kind of dive into this, and obviously we're not going to take all day to go through it, but we did want to address some things in here. So... Let's get started. Okay, Psalm 2. Why are the nations in an uproar and the peoples devising a vain thing? I like this. I, I've got, you've got what, New American Standard? Yeah. 1995? I might and, assume so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> and I'm using the uh, 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 Christian Standard. Yeah. And I, I, I actually like the way this says it better, which it is unusual, it? but it says... Why do the nations rage and the people plot in vain? Uh-huh. That that plot in vain. Yep. I like the way that's phrased. Okay, we're, uh, let's go ahead. We're seeing that today. Um, so uh, going from verse 2, 
The kings of the earth take their stand, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us tear their fetters apart and cast away their cords from us. Okay. Um, this says, Let's tear off their chains. Okay. In mine. And, uh, and throw their ropes off of us. Okay. That's probably just uh, more of a modern. That's a literal. Yeah. That's more of a literal than this is. Yeah. So, okay. So that being said, though, we see the nations coming together to plot against our God. Mm-hmm. We see, we see our own nation doing yeah. that, not just other nations anymore. Yeah. And what what's funny, you know, that's one of the, what comes to my mind is the more things change, the more they stay the same. Exactly, that's exactly right. And now it's it seems like we're using this virus. We hate to keep even bringing it up, but we've got a a virus that's out there that they've made political. Yes. And it is becoming more and more evident, seemingly evident that it is that it's an attack on the church. Yeah. That uh, and I I'll, I'll put this trying to be as fair as possible. Sure. That may not be their primary thing. In fact, I'm sure the enemy has convinced them that it's not. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, Maybe. spiritually, mm-hmm. that's the priority. Spiritually, yeah. that's the priority. Um, they've been convinced that it's for health. They've been convinced that uh, this is how they gain power in this crisis. Um, uh, uh, not Lewinsky. Rules for Radicals, that guy. Yeah, Saul Alinsky. Okay, Saul Alinsky, not Lewinsky. Yeah. Lewinsky was uh, Bill Clinton's little girlfriend. Never mind. And, uh, <laughs> and, and so uh, he says, never take a crisis. Never, never let a crisis go to waste. That's, That's what right. it is. Never let a crisis go to waste. You'll hear that in the book that you're reading. Uh-huh. And this is them not allowing a crisis go to waste. They're making a power graph. That being said, they're probably not thinking we're going to directly attack the churches. That's just a, 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 a positive benefit for them. Yeah. The enemy, the spiritual forces uh-huh. that are dictating what they do, right? know for a fact that they are attacking the church. Um, we've made this comment before. A lot of time, we as the church don't realize that everything we do is warfare. The enemy does. The enemy does. The enemy does. And so um, when they say you can't and we say God comes first, that is a direct attack on them. MacArthur uh-huh. is directly attacking them. Mm-hmm. Some people would say, well, MacArthur doesn't need to be doing that. Why? Because those people don't understand warfare. Exactly. Those people yep. don't understand the severity of yep. what's going on. MacArthur does, and guess who else does? State of California. Yes, they do. Because they counterattack as hard as they can. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't like it. So they the nations like come together to, to fight against our God. Yep. All right, so check, uh, verse 4. Yep. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord scoffs ha, at ha, them. Ha, ha. <laughs> the Lord scoffs at them. Then he will speak to them in his anger and terrify them in his fury, saying, But as for me... I've installed my king upon Zion, my holy mountain. All right. 
I love that. Then he speaks to them in his anger and terrifies them with his wrath. After he laughed at them. Yeah, he laughs at them. Then then he gets on. Then he gets serious. Then he says, he, he, he scalds them. Now, does God literally, with a big booming voice, do this? I don't know. No. No, it's poetic, right? But the idea is that these people who think they're in control, these people who think they can rebel against God and get away with it, these people will pay the penalty. What sticks out to me here is is just that in his anger. In his anger. Now, there are scenes elsewhere in the New Testament, um, well, on the Mount of Transfiguration. Yeah. They're up there. Peter's all caught up in the moment uh-huh. saying, man, it's good that we're here. Lord, if you want, I'll start setting up tents for all of us. In the, in, we'll build a tabernacle, son. And, and the Bible says, Scripture says in Matthew, he was still talking, and then the loud voice came from heaven yeah. saying, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. And all of them fell, fell down terrified. Terrified. This was not God in his fury and anger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was Other that place. was the loving correction. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's like whenever uh one of my youngins act up and I say I say, Come here boy. Let me let me explain something real quick, okay? You can't do that. That's kind of what that was. Yeah. This is whenever they're outside and they're doing something that they've been told repeatedly not to do, and you and I step outside and I just go, Hey Uh huh. Come here. And you can see those little jaws just a tremor trembling before they ever come. As soon as they realize we've been busted, daddy's upset, their their little jaws. And that's just, I'm just a man and who's never hurt exactly. my kids, right? And, and you're a loving father to your children, yes. too. This is disciplining your children. These are enemies. Yeah. The, it. I can't imagine these guys. The, the the when we're talking like this, say for example, uh, uh, Stalin, right? Okay, man dies not knowing God, thinking that all these evil things that he's done will be he he doesn't have to pay for, mm-hmm. and he plotted against God. When he got to hell, son. And he's having to pay for the lives that he took Mm -hmm. in the thousands upon thousands. The wrath that God poured out on that man in that moment. I I mean, mean, the man killed millions, and I'm sitting there thinking, I wish he had come to Christ. Yeah, because it is heartbreaking. No matter how heinous the crime is, we're still all image bearers of God. We're still human beings, and we don't want anybody... To perish. That's I mean, right. we won't. We do want justice. We want justice. But to think of the full wrath of God being poured out on an image bearer, yeah, is a fearful and heartbreaking thing. Yeah. And once that person's in hell, that person's hate for God only grows exponentially, which is even more heartbreaking. Yeah. To think about it. 
All right, um, verse 7. Verse 7. I will surely tell of the decree of the Lord. He said to me, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will surely give the nations as your inheritance, and the very ends of the earth as your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall shatter them like earthenware. Now, therefore, or do you want me to stop right there? Yeah, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. verse 10. Now, therefore, O kings, show discernment. Take warning, O judges of the earth. Worship the Lord with reverence and rejoice with, with trembling. Do homage to the Son, that he not become angry, and you perish in the way. For his wrath may soon be kindled. How blessed are all who take refuge in him. So, we just talked about someone like Stalin, or Hitler, mm -hmm. or Mao, mm -hmm. or Popop, or uh, the current Chinese president of Winnie the Pooh, and... These men have done more damage in their lifetime than than me and you ever could, right? Mm -hmm. Like they they've placed themselves in a position so that they could commit genocide, basically, yeah, and get away with it on Earth. Mm -hmm. They die, they go to hell. We just talked about the punishment. Their their God's wrath being poured out. Um, them hating God even more so because they're no longer under the grace of God at all. Right. And now we see, even in Old Testament literature, God has given mercy and grace to the nations and kingdoms and kings. He says, you don't have to suffer this fate. Uh-huh. You can be set free Rise up, Lord. Save me, my God. Is that not what we pray at salvation? That's right. Save me, my God. Mm-hmm. You strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break their teeth of the wicked. He's saying, I mean, I mean, you hear strikes. he strikes the enemy's cheek. Mm-hmm. But he's saying that he hits you. Have you ever seen them Russian knockout? Oh, yeah. Things? They've been in my Facebook feed lately. Yeah. And yeah. I can't help but stop and watch. And you watch these guys slap each other. And he says when, they slap, when he slaps them on the cheek, he's knocking out the teeth. Yeah. Um, of the wicked. What, what Salvation belongs. Huh? What verse are you in? Uh, that was seven. Is that, is that Psalm 3 right there? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, my bust, my bust. Oh, what the hell, where am I then? All right, start back at 10. I apologize. Yeah, it's all good. Um, at 10, it says, Now, therefore, O kings, show discernment. Take warning, O judges of the earth. Worship the Lord with reverence and rejoice with trembling. Do homage to the Son, that he not become angry, and you perish in the way, for his wrath may soon be kindled. How blessed are all who take refuge in him. I'm sure yours is. Pay homage to the sun, or he will be angry. I think that, I mean, I know I was reading. <laughs> well, a lot of Chapter these Psalms three, have, have similar. 
themes too. Yeah. They, there are some overlapping themes that are played out here. And this, I mean, I'm looking at it and maybe I'm wrong, right? Because I haven't studied this. This is the first time we've gone over it. Yep. But the son, mm-hmm. son of Christ. Mm-hmm. Son of God. Right? Yep. I, I mean, I, I may be wrong, but that's what that's what I'm understanding. Yeah. And you see him in an authoritative role here. Both pay homage to the son or he'll be angry. Uh-huh. So he is in the merciful role and in the authoritative role. Right. Um, and you shall perish. For his anger may be. All who take refuge in him are happy. Yep. And uh, the NASB says, how blessed are all who take refuge in him. Yeah. Yeah. How did the Jews miss it? How did they still miss it? Yeah, I don't, I, I mean, anyhow. Another topic. Yeah. <laughs> Look, guys. Long story short is... The world is going to do what the world's always done, and that's rebel against God. Yeah. And if He doesn't set them straight here in this lifetime, on this, in this, on this, uh, you know, where we're at now in the physical plane, He'll set them straight when they when they're dead. And I don't mean that as a, oh yeah, they're going to get theirs. Mm-mm. I mean that as a warning. Yeah. Either Christ pays for your sins. Or you pay for them. Christ's uh, payment was sufficient. Amen. Our payment is not. Amen. That's why it takes eternity to pay for it. And it's a it's a scary reality yeah. if you're not in Christ. But for us Christians, we know the Son. We know the Father. We know the Holy Spirit. We And that's why... We have not been given a spirit of fear, one of power, love, and sound mind. And I'm not saying that's the that's the tag to get out of here. Yeah. But um, that's that's why we don't have any reason to fear. That's right. That's God, right. If God for us, who can be against? And us? there is, you know, all these social justice people wanting justice now, and they're doing unjust things to gain what they consider to be un- what they consider to be justice, but uh-huh. it's really injustice. And God says. There is justice. I deal justice. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Mm-hmm. So he is sovereign. He is in control, not us. He's the definition of justice. We talked to uh, uh, Greg, and I think it was after the podcast, but I was telling him about a guy who who he saw uh, what he felt like was injustice, and he had to do something about it. Yeah. And I was I saying, that. no, you need to leave it alone because God is sovereign. God, vengeance is the Lord's, not yours. You're not responsible for that. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't mean when you see somebody victimized, you you just you just turn away. But what it does mean is that you're not responsible for people, and so you defend the the, the defenseless when you can. And when you can't, God hasn't put you in that position or that place. You leave it up to God. Mm-hmm. If he hasn't put you in the place to do it, then you just leave it up to God. Because he's sovereign. Because he's sovereign and his will be done. Right. 
that's one thing that is that's a hard lesson that we say it a lot because I'll speak for me. I won't speak for you, but we say it a lot because I had to keep reminding myself of it. Yeah. I have to be reminded that God is sovereign and I can't control everything. That's right. And sometimes we are brought to circumstances that we don't like, that we don't want to go through, that maybe we feel like we should be able to get out of it. This isn't right. And sometimes it's God's will that we endure it. That's right. So, well, on that note, God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Amen. Uh, Be strong, love mightily, and think Think biblically. biblically. We love you guys. Bye.